You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios, live in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. Streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Chatting with Kathy. Hello, everyone. Bing is for doing, and today we are doing another episode of Chatting with Kathy right here on AfterBuzz TV. I'm Kathy Kelly, and joining me today, I'm so excited to have Jean-Luc Bilodeau. Yes, you said it right. <laughs> I was going to mispronounce it because I heard <laughs> you you get so upset when people mispronounce it, I don't, or I don't it happens a, all the time. I don't get upset. I just okay. like, you know, I mean, I, I cut some slack for everybody, especially in the States. I'm from Canada, so. Yeah. I mean, French is a very popular language in Canada, so it's... I did have to figure out how to pronounce it, though. <laughs> no. Oh, no, I, I know. Did you have to like Wikipedia it or something? Uh, I think it. I listened to other interviews okay, where they pronounce it correctly. That's good. That's so good yeah, um, but you have an impressive list of credits. You got your breakthrough role in Kyle XY. Mm-hmm. You did um, LOL with Demi Moore and Miley Cyrus, yep. and then now you are starring in ABC Family's hit sitcom Baby Daddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so it's uh, it's been a good ride, man. Like I've had a really easy go at it. You know, I've been at this since I was like. I guess, I mean, when I booked Cox, I was 15 years old, so it's just kind of been, you know, keeping the ball rolling and, you yeah. know, putting the time in, and it's it's paid off. So yeah, and happy. I want to talk about your entire career and all the, the credits that you do have, mm-hmm. um, but first, I want to take it back to the very beginning. Okay. You grew up in Surrey, very small yeah, family. Oh, man, Surrey. <laughs> I usually say Vancouver. Vancouver. Uh, but Surrey is, 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 like, just yeah. on the outskirts of Vancouver, but, uh, yeah, grew up in Vancouver. Um, or sorry, Surrey. And then Surrey. I, I spend a lot of time in Vancouver, so okay. I feel like, you know, I, I, I can own that. That's like the big city. That's the, it's the big yeah. city. Yeah. I live in the small city next to the big city. So, um, yeah, grew up in, in, in Surrey and Fleetwood and small town kind of, well, it's not really a small town, but it's, you know, compared to LA, yeah. it's like, you know, third of the size. Anything is a small town. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you have, it was just you, your parents and your sister. Sister. Growing oh, wow. Up. You know yourself. Okay. Um, yeah. Just my older sister, uh, two parents, just small family, you know, yeah. actually my dad's family's really big. All his siblings had like thousands of kids. So we mm-hmm. were like the smallest one, but, um, yeah, yeah. Small family mm-hmm. come from very humble, Humble beginnings, yeah. I guess. And I know that since you're from Canada, you have to be a huge hockey fan. Canucks? Oh, baby. Woo! I am a huge Canucks fan. Did definitely. you um, play hockey growing up at all? Uh, I played for like four years, but I was never really? that good. I was more of a okay. performer, you know? I was like the funny guy on the team. That like. What did you do? <laughs> I just I just was telling jokes the whole time. I, na- I never actually... <laughs> like, I loved the sport. I cared so much about the sport, but I yeah. wasn't that fast of a player. Okay. And I like I just gassed real easy. I just tired real quickly. So I was more about just chilling and telling jokes and making everybody have a good time yeah. instead of actually scoring goals. So mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, before I kind of grew up and had to like buy new equipment and spend thousands of dollars on new equipment, we just decided like, okay, we'll just keep them in dance and acting. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what he's. You don't need any equipment to dance. Uh, exactly. Basically. You just yeah. need. This so I played ice hockey growing up and it was traumatizing. You did yeah. Where are you from? Um, I'm from Chicago. But oh, nice. Yeah, like I wanted to do yeah. figure skating and my mom signed me up for ice hockey classes. <laughs> it was cheaper. It's very similar. It's yeah. so bad, but 
ice hockey, you still have to buy like all Tons the gear. Of stuff. Yeah, thousands of dollars. People that's don't even such think an about expensive. it. It's it, and like like ice time. That's expensive too. Mm-hmm. Renting the rink and and uh, and I remember our lessons. Like our, our our team. I think it was like I don't know. It must have been thousands of dollars a year. So I mean, it's you know. <laughs> Good job for, you know... Did you ever get roughed up a little bit? I mean, I know you were young when you were playing, so it wasn't as intense. It was a pretty, like, you know, less intense league because I was younger, obviously. So I didn't get roughed up too much. I remember getting in a couple fights. Mm -hmm. They weren't really fights. They were just, like, two little kids just, like, smacking each other (laughs) with the equipment on so you didn't get hurt, right? So. Just yeah. emulating what you see on TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Practicing. Yeah. So um, your sister, Danielle, she is a talent agent mm-hmm. now. Um, yeah. Whose interest in the industry came first, yours or hers? Um, it was always my sister first. She did everything first. I just And I like pretended like I didn't like it, and then I eventually got into it. So yeah. same thing happened with the dance. She started dancing. I was like, no, don't do it. And then I finally got into dancing. And then with acting, she started out and did like... A slew of commercials and then I'm like okay well I might have a go at this really? and so kind of followed her into it and then I mean she wasn't a part of the industry for probably 10 years mm-hmm. and then she came with me to a interview with an agent and she offered my sister an assistant job <laughs> Did like she at offer the table you, uh... Uh, yeah I'm like hey hold on <laughs> this isn't about her all right this meeting's about me no um I actually ended up going with that agent too, so it, okay. it, it worked out. And so, yeah, Danielle got a, an assistant job, and now she's an agent. So, and um, since you're represented by them, or you were represented by them, I well, I was with the the original agent that I had the meeting with, okay. that offered my sister the job. And as of uh, January of 2012, my sister has been my agent. Okay, so like right before I booked Baby Daddy, it was like. Perfect timing. Yeah. Keeping in the family. So, so she's my Canadian representation. I have, you know, L.A. reps and stuff out here. It's so. nice to have. I mean, I was going to ask about your family support. Obviously, they're yeah, supportive. Yeah, and definitely, she is definitely. super supportive to the next level. Yeah. It's like, it's nice having someone on your team that's like, you're so close with. That's like, obviously has your best interest at heart. So, and you like, there's no question about it. And it's great. It's mm-hmm. it's awesome. It's a really good team. We all work well together. Shannon knows she's my publicist, she's <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, we all work really well together. So she's she's a great fit. So cool. Um, and I know you mentioned doing commercials when you were younger. Your mm-hmm. first commercial was when you were about eight years old, mm-hmm. doing a remote control toy car commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was that experience like? Your first commercial? Were you nervous at all, or too young to be nervous? You know what? I don't. I can't really remember if I was nervous or not. But it, I remember I've been working at it so long, like doing these commercial auditions. Like in Vancouver, you like if you're a cute little kid, you will go on like four auditions a day throughout the summer. Really? Just like it's crazy. So, um, how did your parents keep up with that? If they were helping your sister out, helping you out? Well, at that time, I think my sister had already dropped out of acting, so she was taking me on the Sky Train into Vancouver from Surrey every day for these auditions. So, you know, thanks, Danielle. Appreciate it. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I was going at it for a couple of years. I wasn't booking anything. And then finally I booked my first commercial. And, yeah, it was fun. It was exciting. And then it, literally, like, every month after that, I was doing a new commercial. And I just, like, bang, 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 bang. I don't know what happened. Something clicked yeah. inside my head. Like, I knew how to act in a commercial. <laughs> so when did you know that this was something that you wanted to do for the rest of your life? Ooh, man. Um, you know what? Before I booked Alex Y, I didn't quite know what I was doing like as an actor and mm-hmm. as a professional. I just didn't really know what this business was about at all. And 
I suppose it was the first like few episodes of Kyle X Y where I was like, this is amazing. I love the people I work with. Um, I have so much freedom and, and independence, um, and I'm making money, and I'm like this young kid, and I loved it. I mean, I just I it it clicked for me. I love acting. I love being on a film and television set. So. Yeah, it just it, it it I guess Kyle X Y it must have been the first few episodes and you know kept the ball rolling on that show and uh, and and learned so much in mm-hmm. the hiatuses of those shows like just the break that I had between the seasons of Kyle X Y I like grew as an actor so like it became even more serious and like as yeah. the time went on so. and I know Kyle X Y was your breakout role mm-hmm. um, you were very fortunate to have it tape in Vancouver, Vancouver yeah. so you're close to home, but did you ever struggle to balance, like, schoolwork, hanging out with friends, and taping the show? You know what? No, I never, like, I was, like, I was a class clown, so I wasn't really doing my homework anyways, <laughs> so, I mean, Kyle XY didn't really, like, keep me away from homework, I still wasn't doing it, but, um, no, I, I balanced it really easy, I, I wor- yeah, I worked throughout the week, but I always had days off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did school in a trailer. They had uh, an onset tutor, right? On- onset tutoring, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so that was actually really cool because I loved all my tutors throughout those like that three year period. Uh, and I got to go back to school for like maybe a month at a time, depending on when we shot, when our hiatus was. But I I balanced it really well. My friends like understood that I'd be busy and stuff. And when I had time to hang out, we hung out and. That's good. I had a really easy time. When you I, had a great support system. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like. No, I, everyone around me was was pretty stoked. So I, uh, I I had it pretty easy for sure. Do you feel like you missed out on any of those quintessential like growing up moments? I did miss out on a couple like school trips. I missed out on the like the Europe trip that was like amazing. Of course, uh, I missed out on like my grad. I missed out on a couple like event things from my grad and stuff. But other than that, it was all school related, and like anything I wanted to do, like outside of school, I did. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really miss out on that much at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I I know you mentioned how you grew up on set and grew as an actor. Um, what do you think being on set made you mature faster than a normal teenager? I think it's just working on adults all day. And they were hardly adults, too. Like, they were adults, but, like, come on. Uh, no, they actually, it just being around adult people and, 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 and business people and, and kind of in that zone, it grows you up a lot faster than, than being in high school. Yeah. Being an idiot, right? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I think, yeah, just being around all the, you know, the, the older people and um, just kind of finding my grounds is, like, who I was and I was figuring it out and kind of came at the perfect time, you know, and yeah. Yeah. So, um, so as you know, we had Matt Dallas in your mm-hmm. co-star from Kyle XY. He was here yesterday and I know that you guys were very close, mm-hmm. um, as a cast and we were actually talking about how many people came from that show that you would never think of. Like, yeah, yeah. uh, Corey Monteith. Monteith the, exactly. Yeah. So um, crazy. Yeah, I know. It, it was like, <laughs> it was such a, no, honestly, though, there was a lot of good talent on Kyle XY. There was mm-hmm. a lot of great talent. It was a great show, too. Sucks that it got canceled, mm-hmm. right? But um, There was a very abrupt ending. It just, it was a cliffhanger. It came out of nowhere. I feel so bad for the fans that were, like, mm-hmm. diehards because their third season wasn't wrapped up. And um, it leave it left a huge, like, gap open, mm-hmm. you know, that, that can't be closed. Yeah. <laughs> I actually know people who started watching it because it was on Netflix, and yeah, yeah. they got really upset, too, because they watched it all the way through. Wait and a then... second. Netflix didn't record the fourth season. Oh, there isn't a fourth season. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so after Kyle XY, you went on to do films like Sixteen Wishes mm-hmm. and Best Player, um, both of which were shot in Vancouver as yep, well. Yep. Um, so what was the transition like when you had to start doing um, taping in like on location or in Los Angeles? Um, I mean, the transition from from Vancouver to LA was huge because it's such a different kind of community. Mm-hmm. The acting community is a lot di- it's a lot smaller in Vancouver. Everything's smaller. So you'll work on like 50 different jobs in a year, but you'll know the crew on every one of the jobs. And you walk on set, you're like, "Yo, what's up, Johnny? Mm-hmm. What's up, Dave?" you know, it's everyone knows each other and it's a very it's a, it's like a family. It's, you know, much more family oriented. So yeah, it, the the transition from from Vancouver to LA is, is a big one, but doing like the TV thing and then kind of going into like features and movies and stuff. There's really not that much of a different like TV. It's constant work. Yeah. So you're working for, you know, months and months and months out of the year T- for like a TV movie or a feature or whatever. You're working for a couple months and then you're done. Yeah. You know, which I prefer to work all year. You know, I like being on set. You know, that's where I feel most comfortable. So I mean, mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I definitely like television a lot better. You do. I love television. What's the sure. difference between? I know you've done Kyle XY, and mm-hmm. then you did a bunch of features. What's the difference between doing that and a sitcom with a live audience? Oh man, sitcom is like way different than anything yeah. else. Because um, you rehearse all week, and then you rehearse like three days a week, and we pre-tape on Thursdays and do the live audience on Fridays. So it's just it's like more of like a Monday to like or Monday to Friday like nine to five job kind of. And I've never experienced that in my life. I've mm-hmm. always been an actor, so I've never had like a normal like job. So sitcom, literally, it's like every morning is the same time, and you usually get out at the same time. So it's so much different. Like single cam, like Kyle X Y, you'd film, you know, it's like any other single cam one hour drama where you'll shoot twelve hours one day, and then you'll have the next day you shoot for two because you're only in one scene, mm-hmm. or you know you shoot for eighteen one day, and then you have a day off. Yeah, it's like all over the place. I kind of miss that spontaneity for sure. Mm-hmm. But sitcom, you get the audience, and that just makes up for it. Yeah, the audience is great. So, so uh, another film that you f- were in was mm-hmm. LOL with mm-hmm. Demi Moore and Miley Cyrus and Ashley Green as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, the bulk of your scenes were with Miley Cyrus. So, what was it like to work with her? Um, I was super nervous. I really? was. I didn't know because I heard so many things about her. I didn't know if she was like super nice or super mm-hmm. crazy. Um, but she actually turned out to be super awesome, very chill, very hardworking. Um, and it was actually, it was fun, man. We, we clicked pretty mm-hmm. well and, um, it was, we were in Detroit for two yeah. weeks and, uh, no, I have nothing, nothing bad about it to mm-hmm. say. It was actually a lot of fun. I was only in like three scenes or yeah. something, but you know, my involvement in the movie was small, but it was a very, it was a very fun job and like way, very eye opening <laughs> to meet such a big superstar. Right. And, and to find out they're, oh, they're kind of normal. Did you learn anything from any of the the stars that were in it on set? Um, well, Demi is probably one of the most nicest, uh, like respectful human beings I've ever seen work. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you see a lot of people, like especially in the early morning, when they're a little bit frustrated, where they've had a hard week, you know, shooting long hours and stuff on a movie, like eighteen hour days, and you see them kind of like grumpy and, and you know a little bit you know quick to snap a little bit. She was, like, the most chill human there and, like, just respectful, trying yeah. to make everyone, you know, have a good time on set. And I love to see that. And that's that's the way you're supposed to be. 
um, definitely. That's always um, amazing to hear when people yeah, she's aren't such a nice when lady. they can be because yeah. they're oh, so yeah. high in their career. Well, because like yeah, everyone is tugging them all these different directions, you know. And and she is just a very class act mm-hmm. girl. And it was to see that I was like, wow, that's I can respect that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I know you mentioned. Um, you know, the difference between shooting in Vancouver and shooting in L.A., Mm -hmm. how it's much more of an industry here. Um, Did you jump right into acting classes once you kind of came down here, or...? You know what? I was that dude who, like, always ruled against acting classes. Really? When I first moved out here, because I'd been to ones in Vancouver, and... They're mostly all scene study courses in Vancouver, and it's just like you get a scene, you got to work on it for a week and come, you know, have it prepared for for the next week or whatever. Mm -hmm. That whole setup, I didn't enjoy too much. Um, I think maybe it's because I didn't have the right coach, like the right acting coach. Um, That makes all the difference, though. Oh, definitely, because, like, the more comfortable you feel, the more, you know, comfortable and able you are to express yourself Mm -hmm. and, and, and learn and do better, you know. Uh, I always was really good with private coachings. Like I had a private coach, not in, with a class. And those always worked really well for me. Uh, and so I moved out here and kind of brought that mentality. I was like, oh, well, I'll just do private coachings. But then I found a coach, Stan Kirsch in Hollywood, who is just changed my entire outlook on acting and preparation and specificity. And he is he's the reason I booked baby daddy really just from the, like what he taught me about sitcoms and comedy and how I prepared that audition all came from him. Like it it was incredible. And so I am, I'm totally down for acting classes. Definitely take them. (laughs) Just go and find the course that fits you. And he changed your mind. He totally, totally changed my mind. Cause I was always nervous about about that changed your mind. It just like, just cause he was so, he's such a good coach Mm -hmm. Uh, and not all coaches are like him. So that's you just have to you know try different classes find somebody who you're comfortable with who's smart and who's confident um and who's just been around the business a long time stan's been doing this since he was young so and he went to school for it like he's a very very smart intelligent actor so uh just yeah i was always against acting classes i moved out here and a couple years later i joined his class and like literally just my career has picked up like crazy just because of what i learned from that class that's awesome yeah um so you currently play ben wheeler on Mm -hmm. abc family sitcom baby daddy as we mentioned um and the pilot they Mm. shot it with a different actor and then ended up choosing you instead so what was the process like for getting that role um it was just like any audition mm-hmm. experience and process. Like you just, I went on the first audition with with Allison and, and got the callback. Went again for another callback and like had a meeting with the director uh, and just tested for ABC Family. And I've worked for ABC Family before, so seeing all the girls up there was kind of nice. I was nervous still, but <laughs> uh, seeing everybody in the office that I knew already from Kyle XY and uh, it was actually it was about a week and a half process from when I first auditioned to when I booked it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was pretty straightforward. I think Dan, Dan Barons and our, 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 our creator, head writer, he just, we clicked right away. Like, the minute we met each other, it was like, boom, we understand each other. And he just, he liked what I was doing with it. And that's what he envisioned. Um, and we just, it was very easy. And he wanted me to get the role. Like, he, you could tell that he wanted... He was fighting for me, you know, and he was going to do anything in his power to make sure I got the role. He told Michael Lambeck, our director, he's like, Michael, don't you scare (laughs) Jean-Luc. 
don't you scare him out of this role, okay? Because Michael's is he a very, scary person. No, well, at first he is, Michael. You are so scary sometimes. No, intimidating. He, he's in, yeah, intimidating. That's a better word for it. No, he's very. He's a very big personality, and he's a genius. And he's been doing this since he was like bred. You know, he's he's a very smart, talented, funny man. Mm-hmm. And I knew his resume. Like he worked on Friends. Like he directed Friends. Like the first, second season. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's. Huge, and you always compare Baby Daddy kind of to friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, like, just working with him, I was just I was nervous. And he's very strong, and he's a very like he knows what he wants, and he's always right. He really yeah. is. He's always right because he's so talented. So, I was nervous to meet him, but the whole process actually was really great. And, and Michael ended up giving me the best notes of my life, and I ended up booking it. So. Cool. And um, the other actors, they had already been cast, right? Yeah, yeah. I was the new guy. So what was it like walking in on set when they had already done the pilot? And <laughs> uh, It was it was kind of weird, for sure. Uh, although me, Derek, and Todd hit it off right away. So mm-hmm. the three men, three men and a baby kind of yeah. just hit it off right I away. I say it's like three men and a baby minus a Tom Selleck mustache. Yeah, right. I know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grow my Chevron mustache pretty soon. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's coming next season, for sure. Um no, I mean, it, we all hit it off really, really quickly. They're really great guys. And uh, and I, it was my first sitcom. So the first week, first couple weeks, I wasn't even thinking about, like, the chemistry with the cast. I was thinking, like, I need to get this down. So everything else seemed, like, to pick up real quickly because I wasn't really thinking about it too hard. Mm-hmm. I was more like, I need to be funny. And I've never had an audience before, you know. And going in front of the audience the first day was, like, the coolest, most nerve-wracking yeah. thing I've ever done, for sure. Is there a lot of pressure to make people laugh? Like, if you're trying to Well, yeah, because there's be 200 funny? people in front of you. Yeah. I mean, uh, you just... Like, I trusted the writing. The writing of our show is genius. And so I I just... I trusted it, and I and I took what, what notes I could from Lem and, and, and all the producers and writers and stuff, and just... I just did my job as an actor yeah. and just tried to act it as best I could and, and have fun and... And make it look as natural as I could, and 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 just prepared it, prepared yeah. it like crazy. So it, it wasn't it wasn't too hard. Well, with uh, sitcoms especially, like there is the funny writing, but then a lot of it comes from like the way that you guys look, or you know, mm. just certain personality traits. And I think that's what's great about like a first season of a show when you see like the actors, they're still trying to figure it all out and mm-hmm. figure out their characters and figure out like their their physical comedy. You know, it takes a little while for that stuff to build up, you know, and uh, it's funny going back and watching the first few episodes of Baby Daddy. It's like I'm watching myself going, why do I look so uncomfortable in this scene? It's because I was. (laughs) I was still trying to figure out, like, who I was as, like, a comedy actor. Yeah. Uh, and 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 kind of learning my body and how to use my body in funny ways and uh, and making it natural. Yeah. Um, so do you learn a lot from watching yourself? I know a lot of actors refuse to watch their work or they can't. I don't know. I suppose I do learn a lot, but I don't enjoy it. So it's like other people, oh yeah, watch it, watch it, watch it. I don't really like, I don't enjoy it. I'm, I'm picking it apart. Like yeah. I'll pick out like every small little, you know, discrepancy I have with the show and like, you know, you know, brain pick it. So it's, it's not like a fun experience for me. Yeah. Uh, and it's, You're it's just a, a perfectionist experience. about that. Stuff. I'm just, yeah. Ex- well, it's like, it's, I mean, I'm sure when an artist makes, you know, a painting and stuff after, you know, it's all dry, he looks at it and like finds things he doesn't like about it. Mm-hmm. It may be good. 
they may be really great things that anybody else won't notice but obviously the the eye is of the beholder is that that i i say <laughs> you're like, your own worst critic i look at my interviews i'm like oh you suck <laughs> oh what the hell is that why'd you say that <laughs> yeah exactly i do that all the time um so i know the cast has such great chemistry because you guys are such good friends mm. off screen um you guys have vacation together yeah uh, you and derek actually live together. together yeah so what is that experience like um, what, living together? Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're with him 24-7. 24-7, I know. It, we were already spending so much time together anyways. Like, we'd work, and then we'd go to the gym, and then we'd, like, go see a movie or something with friends. And we kind of, like, yeah, we, we, we kind of introduced all of our, like, our crews to each other, and they all, like, mended well. So it's like we're just a big group of, like, you know, friends now. So yeah. um, we live with, like, my old roommate and his old roommate. So we kind of just put that together and it was like yes it makes sense <laughs> we all get along um that sounds like a total bachelor pad it is kind of a bachelor pad <laughs> Derek's now dating somebody I can't say who but uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> um but uh it was a bachelor pad what until like a month ago with? No, uh, yeah right now because you know um uh so it is like a bachelor pad sort of for sure yeah or frat house well, it was a frat house until... Well, actually, our last house was more of a frat house. We moved into, like, a much nicer, like... The walls are nice and painted, and oh. it's, there's hardwood and yeah. tile. That well, is... The old house was old carpet. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of stains everywhere. Do so. you guys keep it clean, at least? Yeah, we do. Oh, really? We actually... I'm probably the dirtiest one in the whole house. I'm the guy that just... I like a, I like a lived-in environment. Do they I, ever get mad at you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. But like, what, what can you do about it? I mean, yeah. I just, I'll, I, I'm sorry. I'll clean, clean it up. You know, exactly. So uh, I, I'm definitely the messiest one, but I, I, I'm not dirty. I'm just, I leave stuff out sometimes. And I like a lived in like living space. I don't like everything being 100% clean. I think it's weird. <laughs> I think it's like, who am I, who am I showing this house to right now? Am I selling this house? No, I'm not. <laughs> I feel like a couple dishes left out. That's normal. You know, as long as they don't stink or there's no fruit flies, I'm <laughs> we need like, to teach you to clean. No, I know. No, I am clean. I am clean. I'm very hygienic. Okay. I shower like five times a day. I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> no, I I'm very hygienic. I just I leave stuff out sometimes, especially my clothes. Clothes I am just all over the place. Well, in your room, that's fine. But in the public space, living areas, yeah. I I'm I'm okay. Okay. I'm okay. Um. So, what is your favorite memory from hanging outside, like offset with the cast? Oh man, there's so many good ones. Um, oh, <laughs> we have, it's just, uh, it's like every weekend we have such a great time together cause we all hang out and yeah. then it's like, we do a recap on like Monday to Wednesday with our director. Yeah. He has lunch with us and we just talk about what, like the mischief we got up to on the weekends. A lot of it I'm not going to say on camera, <laughs> but, um, we just, I, I can't, I don't, can't think of just one. I mean, we have such amazing moments. We actually, this one time it was the first it was after the very first episode of Baby Daddy, after the audience taping on, on that Friday. And we went out to one of the bars across the street. And I've had a, a few drinks. Um, I'm having a good time. It was my very first, like, audience appearance in my life. Mm -hmm. um, and so I remember I was just, I guess I was, I was talking to myself. The, the rest of the cast is about 10, 15 feet away from me. And I was just walking. I'm just like, man, I'm just so glad. I'm just so glad. And, like, I'm just talking to myself. And everyone <laughs> looks back and they're like, what? It was, it was a great moment. I, that was probably the very first, like, yeah. it, amazing moment. So now it's like we, we always say, like, oh, man, I'm just so glad whenever we're happy. I was just so happy. It was my very <laughs> first, like, you know, sitcom television yeah. appearance. And 
it was like my show. So yeah. like I was having a great time that night. <laughs> like I'm gonna cut it off there. Yeah. Um, so I heard that you are a jokester. You are the most likely to break character on set when you're yeah, filming yeah. a scene. So do you ever get in trouble for that? Um, <laughs> we don't get in trouble. Like it's it's with me and Taj because like. When Taj starts to break, I'm over. It's over for me, uh, and vice versa. So it, it's whenever we're in a scene together, it, there's always one line that comes out weird, and we're both just like trying to hold it back. And we do like the it, actually, I have a really funny story about Matt Dallas about this. But um, I yeah, I break character a lot for sure because it's just like <laughs> I'm like I love laughing. I love you know, and I'm so much like my character anyway. So yeah. it's like come on, you know. Um, so I do I do break character when when something funny or mm-hmm. spontaneous happens that wasn't planned you yeah. know it's hard for me to keep it in well, i haven't like tra- i haven't trained myself in in the improv game yet too, so. <laughs> take some classes yeah no. exactly exactly you can't take private improv classes can you no you can't yeah you can't take a private in improv for <laughs> yes, sure yes and i guess you like yeah no one. <laughs> there's no one there that was great yeah let's do that again um yeah no i actually i would love to take improv classes but no matt dallas on the set of Cox Y when i was still learning how to act uh, whenever Matt was about to laugh mm-hmm. in a scene, he would bite his lip. But it was the most uncomfortable, painful-looking <laughs> thing in the world. So, like, we'd be in a scene or whatever, going back and forth, and as soon as we both think we're about to laugh, Matt would go... And just <laughs> bite down so hard to make himself not laugh. And that was funny-looking. So, like, I would laugh even more. Yeah, I'm like, dude, like, you're rip open your, your mouth, dude. So... Oh, that was so funny. Whenever he, like, just a little titter, he would go... Do you have to think of something else? Like, when you're about to laugh, on, like, do you honestly, think of, like, when you get know, the giggles, cats or something? I don't know. Like When you get the giggles, I, it, it's just, it lasts. It, it, I don't know what to do yeah. about it. You just go with it, and, and hopefully it ends soon. Actually, what's actually really great about our producer, Tim Marks, who is one of the coolest, best bosses in the world, he's the dude that is the guy to come over to say, like, okay, guys, come on. You know, we're on time here. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. There's a lot of money here. Let's go. So uh, that kind of freaks us out a bit. So whenever I'm laughing and stuff, when Tim comes by, it's like, okay, time to work. You snap back. Yeah, yeah it's time to go back to work. Yeah. Um, so on the show, your character doesn't realize he's a father until a baby is put on his doorstep. Mm-hmm. I heard that you had never even held a baby before the show. Maybe once or twice yeah. for like ten seconds. But you look super comfortable now. Like oh, I saw some interviews yeah. with the the babies from last season, mm-hmm. and you were just like holding the baby. It started to like murmur, and you're just like, when you just when you spend every day with them for a few weeks, yeah. like even that few week period, it's, it seems like not enough time. But you you just you get to know the baby like the individual. So like every kid is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the first few weeks of, of, of our show, like every season we have to have, we have new babies every season. So that first month is that like time where it, it's time to figure out what this baby likes, what it doesn't like, how it likes to be held. And they're all different. They all have like different preferences, how they want to be held and stuff. So it takes a little while to get to the comfortability part of it. But, um, 
No, I'm 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 great with babies. Yeah. Like I go to I go back home up to Vancouver, Alberta, back in Canada, and like all my cousins are having babies all over the place. Yeah. And I'm like, to- like before I would have been like, no, get it away from oh, me. Oh, because you now, said your dad has a big family. Yeah, so. it's it, tons, tons of cousins. So they're all having kids. And I used to go up there and I, I'm like, oh, hi, okay. <laughs> Passing it off, right? Hot potato. Uh, now I go up there and I'm like playing with the kids, yeah. like holding them. They're falling asleep on my shoulder. I'm totally cool with it. So, so has have the kids on set and your cousins and whatnot made you want to start a family? I know you're really young. Or has it deterred you like, okay, I'll have a kid in like a decade? You know what? It's, I like I always say this, it's the best birth control I could have ever had. Uh, I completely agree. They're great babies and it's such an, it's, it's almost, it's too perfect of an environment because mm-hmm. we get them when they're super happy and when they start crying, it's like turn them around, send them off, take the other twin, you know? Mm-hmm. So that doesn't happen in real life you can't just like when your baby starts crying just swap it out for a twin that isn't so and it's it's already a chore it's already like hard to 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 do it you know and i don't have to change diapers yeah i don't have to put them to sleep you're like a professional babysitter that gets paid a lot i'm like the uncle i'm (laughs) like i'm like the cool uncle yeah exactly (laughs) it's like okay here have your baby back um yeah, I mean, it, it's we get them in such a perfect environment, mm-hmm. and it's still hard. So I can't imagine what it's like, you know, twenty four seven having having a baby around that's like needs your full attention. Um, it's something that I definitely will warm up to one day, but not anytime yeah. soon. So I know you got your start in acting at a mm. very young age. These babies are literally getting their start in acting at infancy. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I mean, I think it's great because they'll be able to pay off university, college before they even know if they want to be an actor or not. Like, they won't even remember this time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, you might as well just use them and put them in a show or something. And then they'll make a bunch of money at least and and, and you can put it away. And when they're 10 years old, if they don't have an act for it, they don't want to act anymore, then, you know, at least they have their college fund ready to go. And I think it's great. I mean, I definitely put my kids in in acting Mm -hmm. when they're young. And and it's fun. As long as you make it fun and, and you keep it about just like not a business thing yeah. and make sure there's not too much pressure on them. And then they have a great time. Like I was a kid, I was young, I was still in elementary school and I was doing commercials and stuff, but I thought it was fun. Auditioning was fun because I got to skip school. You know, my dad would come in like, you know, halfway into class and be like, yo, Jean, let's go. I'll be like, oh, we can't. <laughs> you know, peace guys. Friends get jealous. I'm going, I'm going downtown Vancouver, baby. <laughs> peace out, sorry. Um, so, yeah, no, it was it was it was fun for me. And I think as long as you make it fun for your kid, mm-hmm. it's 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 a great thing, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things um the twins are related to um Mary Kate Nashley Olson a lot because they got their start on a sitcom at a very young age as well. Yeah. Um so they do have that option as long as I we always say they're going to have like their own empire in like a year from now mm-hmm. or like whatever. They're going to have like They already you, have their own Twitter account. I know they have their I own Twitter account. I know. They're going to have literally crazy. perfumes in like 10 years. Yeah. They're going to have clothing lines and yeah, it's going to they're going to have their own spin-off show. <laughs> definitely definitely a spin-off show. I think it's so funny though that they're tweeting already. Like I know, right? I it's, mean, they're not tweeting, but right, right, right. Um, so social media mm-hmm. is a huge part of staying relevant nowadays. So, um, how do you use Twitter to interact with your fans? Um, I just, I, I was never into Twitter until I booked Baby Daddy. I figured, I'm like, well, the rest of the cast has one. I might as well get on board. It's great. I think I, I would have loved to have had this 
this communication outlet with with like my favorite bands or favorite oh, you yeah. know actors when I was a kid. Like that would be amazing. Um, and so I just you know I try to reach out to everyone I can and and and, and reply people on on Twitter and tweet them or whatever. Just because that I feel like that would make you know me really really happy oh, to yeah. get that you know from like one of my favorite bands or something. I would be like over the moon you know that would make my year if yeah. i got tweeted from rush or something i'd be all over the place so um no i think it's it's great to kind of include your fans in your life you know and and, and keep the, always keep a distance but like be able to kind of engineer your publicity and uh, engineer like how you want people to think about you you know what i mean so so there's not like other people doing it for you you know what i mean yeah like, because um, there's so many people who have other people write their tweets and I well there's that and then there's also like you just want like your your fans to know what you're up to, yeah, and like that personal connection um, instead of like them opening up a magazine and seeing you flop out of a restaurant or something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you want them to know that you're not a dingbat. You it know? gives and, you and, a personality. Yeah, yeah like exactly. They get to yeah, see yeah. your personality off screen. Yeah, exactly. And like and just have that personal connection with yeah. your fans. I think it's great. What's the craziest thing a fan has said to you on Twitter? Oh man, I, they said some crazy stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I can't even say the craziest <laughs> stuff, but like. They'll, like, throw out their number, like, their their cell phone number. Actually, the other day, so funny, went to uh, Extra at the Grove, and a girl handed me her number. Really? Isabella, I think? No, I know. It was... I read the note. It was got her name and number. I'm like, oh, that's funny. Um, but I've had that stuff on Twitter before, where they'll just throw out their number, like, in open space. What? No, it's live to tape shit, <laughs> and we can't redo that. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Whatever. Um, I think it's sweet. Yeah, and so, no, I, uh... I, uh I've had, like, yeah, stuff like that, you know. I don't really want to say the, the crazy ones I've had, like, yeah. the Twitter experiences. But, yeah, yeah some fans are, are much more enthusiastic than mm-hmm. others. Let's just put it that way. Um, so, do you ever Google yourself? All the time. All the time. Thing yourself, I guess. I um, No, I, I just to see what's up, you yeah. know. I do it every once in a while. Uh, my mom actually does it for me a lot. Really? So she knows what I'm up to more than I know what I'm up to. So In she, what regard? She just knows everything, where I'm at, every day. So it'll be day. like, oh, I saw that picture of you at that restaurant last yeah, night. Yeah, oh, yeah, how's the how food? Was, yeah. Or something. Or like, oh, uh, the, the, the waiter tweeted what you had. Oh, how'd you like it? I'm like, what? You know what I'm eating? Um, it's kind of scary how much you can learn about someone online these days. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's like, it's it's a biography. You yeah. just go and find out everything you need and, and know what they're up to and... I guess it's 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 our own fault for having Twitter and Instagram and stuff. Mm-hmm. They know where we are at all times, but yeah. Um, no, I, I uh, yeah, definitely. My mom keeps up with with all that all that info for mm-hmm. me. So, are they like your biggest cheerleaders? Your parents? Um, my mom would be. My dad is the chillest dude in the world, and he's just he's like indifferent. You know, yeah. he's very he's the most supportive dad in the world. Don't get me wrong, but he's just like. He knows it's just a job, you know, yeah. and, and I'm having fun. And uh, my mom is definitely the cheerleader, for sure. My, my dad's like the moderator between me and my mom. When she, <laughs> when she starts, you know, ticking me off, it's my dad comes in the middle and says, okay, both of you just need to shh. <laughs> right. but, yeah. Who are you more like, your mom or your dad? I'm like an equal, I'm a hybrid. I'm a half hybrid of the two. I can't. You don't I, seem very chill. I mean, like you're No, I'm cool, a chill, but yeah, like, but like it, it's just... I'm. It's weird. I, I hear my mom's voice mm-hmm. so much, but then I hear the way my dad speaks in me. Like I ha- like his like speech pattern. But then yeah. I sound like my mom, and then I look like my dad, and then I have certain straight like, st- like traits from my mom's family. It's. I'm literally. I can't think 
of who I'm more like because I think I'm like the absolute middle ground of my mom and dad. Yeah. Completely. Um, so going back to baby daddy really quickly, mm-hmm. um, I know that on the last day of taping season two, um, you guys got the amazing <sighs> news that you were renewed for a season three. Yeah. And going on hiatus as an actor, it's always nerve-wracking because you don't know (laughs) whether you're going to have a job again. I know. Um, So what was it like? What was your first reaction when you heard that? Ooh, man, man, oh, man. Um, There's actually a videotape of it, of of us finding out on ET. Yeah, they they were there to cover it. You can't fake those reactions. (laughs) Yeah, that was like the most genuine, happy thing I've ever seen of myself. It was great. Uh, I just... We kind of knew it was coming just from our, just the product that we have mm-hmm. from our season two. It's just, it's a much tighter, funnier, faster, better show than our than our first season. The first season was great, but our second season, we just kind of built it up and really found the grounds to our characters and our storylines and stuff. So, and the network had always been very supportive um, of us and, and of our season two. So we thought like, you know, it's definitely coming. I did not think we were going to find out about season three until... I thought for sure, like halfway in the in the hiatus. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't expecting it that soon, but I knew it was coming eventually. But uh, I just, it's so amazing to have had that experience because it's a once in a lifetime thing. Mm-hmm. Not many shows get picked up for their next season when they haven't even finished filming the previous season. Yeah. Like that doesn't happen often at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's it's great, and it was great to spend that like that 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 time and, and getting like told about the season three in front of our actors and, and the crew and stuff. Yeah, like that doesn't happen. Usually, like you get a phone call at like nine in the morning, like, hey, your show got picked up. It's like, yeah, okay, <laughs> it's, you know, yeah, exactly. And then like sending texts. <laughs> yeah. Instead, we had like the entire crew, cast and crew, and producers and writers and. We were just jumping around, screaming. What's the first thing you did? Like, did you call your parents? <laughs> Went did out and you bought a car. <laughs> you bought a car? No, no, okay. I bought a car earlier, but no. I, uh, Go no. to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what did I do? What did I do? Um, I always, like, I always splurge myself, like, every time I book a job, I buy myself a little, little gift. Yeah. Kind of. Um, I can't remember what, what I... What else have you bought yourself? A car? Oh, man, I bought a jet ski last year. What? I bought a, I bought a Jeep <laughs> a few months ago. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm real saving my money, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not sure what I did. I think I, I was just so happy and, like, so glad to to know that my... No matter if I do anything in this hiatus, I know that I'm coming back to work in July and I can just relax. Yeah. You know, that's such an... It's such a feeling that people don't really get to experience. Um, so this last few months of hiatus have been, like, super chill. <laughs> yeah. What do you usually do when you're on hiatus, like, in your free time? Um, I go back home a lot, back to Vancouver, um, and spend a lot of time up there, uh, even though my whole team is, like, stay in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> in case um, you book a job or... Well, yeah, they want... Yeah, obviously, for auditions audition, and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and I do, I do spend a lot of time in L.A., for sure. That's, like, my home here. So um, I go back to Vancouver a lot. I don't travel much. I just go back home, yeah, because um, that's like kind of my vacation. See my family and friends and stuff, and and I go camping a lot, yeah. tons of camping and and, and uh, spending a lot of time outdoors. That's fun. The water, yeah, it's great. I, I love it. That's the perfect way to spend a hiatus. Um, yeah, we just I just chill, just chill out and kind of go with the flow. I went to Hawaii for the first time just a few weeks ago. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, it's the farthest I've been away from home in my entire life. So really, <laughs> I've only been on one vacation prior to, to Hawaii. I went to Mexico when I was six years old, and then I went to Hawaii at 22. So, so you've never been like overseas? Never. 
That's crazy. Never. Do you it ever was... plan to go? Yeah, I think I might go to Australia in February. Australia is amazing. I have a ton of family out there, some people that I know, and uh, it's about time I actually did it. You know, I'm actually nervous about. it. I'm a nervous traveler, so I don't know how I'm gonna uh-uh. do it. But uh, it, and it's a long flight too, so it's like and I hate an entire flight. day of traveling. Literally, yeah. So, um, any dream roles like that you have Oof. that you haven't gotten the opportunity to do yet? I mean, I oh man, I like I love action movies. Mm-hmm. I do love action movies. I'd love to be like an enforcer. Well, maybe not an enforcer because I'm not that big, but um, <laughs> maybe not enforcer, but like a hitman or something with like guns. And, there like, have been some like smaller action. Well, thank you. Okay. I'm not saying you're small, but I'm just average saying, people average that size. don't look like The Rock. Like yeah, Alex yeah. Pettifer did um, the role in time, like the Justin Timberlake. Movie oh yeah, where yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was like the the hitman. That's and, what I want to do. Like yeah. cool, like being a suit and a gun, like kind of like a James Bond kind of thing. Yeah. Um, like the Canadian James Bond. Oh, that'd be funny. Um, <laughs> jean jacket, <laughs> Canadian tuxedo, <laughs> uh, all denim. Anyways, no. Uh, no, I'd love to just have like a gun or something and just be like knocking people off. It'd yeah. be a fun, cool, like action movie or whatever. But or I'd love to do comedy though. I'd love to do like a, I'd love to be like the next Ace Ventura or something. I know you looked up to I Jim Carrey. I love when you were Jim up. Carrey. I love Jim yeah. Carrey. He's like the reason I'm an actor. So I'd love to like do something with him or or be him one day, like in a movie. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe in his biopic or something. I'll be the the young Jim Carrey. That would be cool. Was that your Jim Carrey impression? No, <laughs> um, so I was actually going to ask you, my next question was, um, whose career do you want to emulate? Oh, man. Um, I've actually, uh, I, I really like Ryan Reynolds' path. Mm-hmm. I really, really like where he's gone. And it's kind of cool because we're both in Vancouver. We went to the same acting school. We uh, booked a job in Vancouver at, at, at a young age. Moved to L.A. at the same age. Booked a show, a sitcom with the same director, Michael Lembeck, wow. who directed him in uh, Two Guys, a Girl, in a Pizza Place. Is it Three Guys, a Girl, in a Pizza Place? Two girls, two guys, a girl, in a pe- whatever. Uh, it was Multiple a sitcom. people in a pizza place. Yeah, just a bunch <laughs> of people in a pizza place. And, um, and so I literally, we've just like followed the exact same path so far. Mm-hmm. And I would be so blessed to keep that ball rolling and and uh and kind of follow his trajectory cuz he like was the comedy guy for a while and then he just got super jacked. He's done it all. He's done comedies, he's done yeah. now he's in RIPD and like yeah, a bunch yeah. of other stuff. Oh, so. yeah, totally. And like Action he started stuff. off doing yeah, just comedy sitcom stuff and the being the funny guy and then out of nowhere he became super good looking, so I'm kind of waiting for that to <laughs> You know, maybe take some steroids or something. I'm just joking. Not steroids. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Your publicist is just My publicist is just, I love oh, it. It, it happens all the time. Um, so, no, I just like, you know, and follow his, his path. I would love to. Yeah. Um, so I know you recently started your own production company, mm-hmm. Billadope Productions. Billadope Productions. What, what yeah. do you hope to? I love the name, by the way. Um, what do you hope to do with that company? Um, it's, I mean, I just started it. Uh, and so it's something that like it's it's such a it's such an early thing to say like I want to produce I want to write I want to direct um, I'll probably start off doing like short films independent projects and yeah. and kind of learn you know I, I feel like as an actor we have such a great opportunity in place to learn about so many other like facets of the industry of the film industry so I think that like just learn how to direct learn how to light learn how to to shoot and operate and and eventually you know make some movies yeah I heard um 
in an interview that you wanted to do, like, be the director of photography eventually. So I would love to be a, a, a DP, what, definitely. What about that job is interesting? Because there's so, every DP, like, they've got so much to take care of, and they're so intelligent. And I feel mm-hmm. like, I want to do that. I want to know that much about something. I mean, acting is great. I love acting, and, and it's it's an always a, it's a learning process. I'll always be learning about acting and stuff. It's you never can conquer acting. Uh, with like being a DP in lighting and cameras, it's kind of the same thing. And I love to learn that about it and learn the technology behind film and television. Because without a DP, without lighting equipment, cameras, I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. So I would love to. I, you know what though? I would love to do everything. I want to just work, do everything on a film set eventually, yeah. and just and and yeah. So spread myself out. Five years from now, where do you see your your career? What um, do you hope to where accomplish? I, where I'd like <laughs> to see my career. Uh, all right. Um, I, I definitely in five years I want to have already started directing, um, and just directing like you know TV film stuff. Uh, and I'd love to just I don't know uh, still act and and yeah. be a little bit more well-known i guess and just keep the you know keep building i guess you know and and build the fan base and and all that stuff and be be recognized for for like my hard work obviously um and just yeah having fun i want to see me yeah i want to have fun there you go i want to see myself having fun in five years yeah whatever i'm doing yeah our boss at after buzz always says have fun yeah that's the line whenever he leaves yeah Exactly. So this is the shameless plug time. You are allowed to talk about anything that you would like to promote. Oh, man. <laughs> Baby daddy. Baby daddy. Watch it. <laughs> yeah, Wednesdays, 8.30, 7.30 Central on ABC Family. Yes. Got that. <laughs> what, else I, what else should I talk about? Um, um, you can promote your Twitter. Oh, yeah. Uh, check it out. Twitter at JLB Lives. L-I-V-E-S. JLB Lives. JLB Lives. Cool. Um, and and you, Instagram, JLB Lives. Or no, yeah, and yeah. Same and you have thing. Vine too, right? I have a Vine, it's Johnny Billado with a dash. Oops. You're breaking stuff now. I know, just tossing things over. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank God I finished my coffee. This would be like all over me. <laughs> so um, make sure to follow us on iTunes. You can subscribe to our Chatting with Kathy show. Just type in AfterBuzz TV in iTunes. Um, you can find all of AfterBuzz TV shows. We do about 60 shows a week. Um, and rate and comment. We'd be your best friend forever. You can follow me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly. So until next time, we will see you then. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later! later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.